You are now listening to LFL Talk with Adri and Marcus. Hello and welcome to this special edition of LFL Talk. We are just a few short days away from the first game of the season, so we wanted to bring you a special episode featuring two of the players involved in the season opener between Austin and Seattle. When we come back, we will have the first of our guests. The world's fastest growing sport arrives to YouTube. Legends Football League. Break their confidence, keep breaking their confidence. They've got nothing. They want to brawl, they don't want to play football. Intensity, beauty. Subscribe to this channel and gain access into locker rooms. Inside the huddle. Every other front, they run to the outside and they're getting it. Get to know your favorite players. The one thing I want to do is just make everyone happy. Give 100%. And fully games in high definition. Subscribe and never miss out on LFL Action. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming to the show one of the Austin Acoustic rookies and no doubt soon to be fan favorite, Chastity Morales. Welcome to the show, Chastity. Hi, thanks for having me. You're most welcome. Now, as everyone knows, Austin are a new team this year and they have a lot of rookies on the team, including yourself. Please, can you advise our listeners a little bit about yourself and who or what inspired you to start playing in the league? Definitely. I actually played football about three years ago and ended up falling in love with the sport. The adrenaline rush, just how rough it was, the full contact about it. It was kind of stole my heart. And I actually moved to Austin about two years ago and heard they were having an LFL team. My best friend is actually on the team with me. And she told me, hey, girl, you know, you need to come travel for this team. You know, I think it'd be really good for you. Uh, we'll be able to hang out a lot more. So I kind of went out with like not expecting any of this and then I'm making the team and here I am. With Austin being such a new team, I mean, like you say, you and your friend um, heard about it setting up. Has it been hard trying to uh, adjust to, to the setup and, and starting game practice with little or no veteran players? Uh, and how have the coaches adjusted any practices to to compensate for that? Well, without having any veteran players, we are definitely kind of going in this with a bit of a surprise. I mean, you have what the LFL portrays online, and that's girls literally beating the crap out of each other. So it is a bit intimidating. But the fact that we are all kind of in this together kind of makes it a lot more easy. So it kind of makes you feel like you're not alone. You know, we're we're each growing together. um, We're learning together. A new style of coaching for all of us. And so it's kind of just, you know, just just a building process. And it's great. Like to be the first Austin official team, it's amazing. Kind of making history here. And we're hoping that, you know, it's going to excel beyond anyone's expectation. And with your first game, you have a bit of a baptism of fire this Saturday against defending champions of Seattle Mist. How does that affect your mindset going into the game? <laughs> it's a whole lot of excitement. I'll tell you, I definitely put a fire under our ass. <laughs> That's for sure. To want to come out here and, you know, just kind of show what we're all about. The show, you know, awesome. It's not a force you reckon with. I mean, granted, Seattle is an amazing team. A few girls on there that I completely look up to, KK Matheny, uh, Danica Brace, uh, Jessica Hopkins, girls I've watched throughout the years and actually study um, kind of as a motivation for myself. It's going to be incredible just to be on the same field as them overall. But, you know, we're definitely not going to take it lightly. We're going to fight. Uh, we're definitely going to show, you know, like Austin's here to stay. And we definitely have to make a name for ourselves for sure. And mentioning about that, so 
for the actual Austin fans, what can they expect to take away from their team going ahead into this game on Saturday and for the season? Just honestly, a good show. I'm telling you, we we work so hard during practice, out of practice. And like I said, we are trying to make a big name for ourselves, as in show that Austin's here to kick some ass. You know, <laughs> we're here to, to show that just because we're women, just because we are a rookie team, doesn't mean that we're going to take this lightly and we just want to beat everybody else's expectation, for sure. And thinking of kicking ass, as you, as you put it there, if you could pick one person on the Seattle team that you could lay the first hit on, who would it be? I think that would be a big confidence boost would definitely be Danica Brace because she is considered to be one of the hardest hitters in the LFL. So, I mean, she is that definitely who we are kind of um, looking to play around most of all, just because she does have a very big fan base. She's known to be one of the hardest hitters. So, I mean, that's where I, that's who I'm going to go for. Definitely. <laughs> if I could take her, I feel like I can take anybody out. So let's just put it that way. To finish off the interview, we'd like to ask you a few quick fire questions, if that's okay. Sounds great. Start with uh, maybe a simple one, but Cowboys or Texans? Texans for sure. <laughs> easy, easy. Well, how about this one? Your favorite sports movie? Favorite sports movie. Remember the Titans. Grew up with that movie. Hands down the best. Great choice. Absolutely great <laughs> choice. City break or beach holiday? Ooh, beach holiday. You don't have a beach in Austin. We have a really nice lake, but you can't you can't bypass the beach for sure. Okay, that beach holiday. Who's your favorite teammate that you would take on that beach holiday? Ooh, probably going to be my quarterback, Tashay Winifrey. I feel like uh, we've had a lot of good times together. She's one of my favorite people to share a cocktail with, for sure. And um, by far, my favorite dance partner. (laughs) Now, what position will you be playing this year? I am a wide receiver and a safety, free safety. And finally, okay, if you had one wish, what would it be? Ooh, one wish. Um, it's a cliche if I said world peace. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I mean, yeah. if I had one wish for right now, it would be for Austin to take this championship in its first year and make history. Definitely. Fair play. Now, you'll be pleased to know that that's the end of the questioning, but sadly, it's <laughs> also the end of the interview. Um, but oh. thank you for coming on the show today, Chastity. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anytime. How does an athlete reach the pinnacle of the LFL? Performance training. Focus. Yet ever active. In their community. Film study. Practice. In superb condition. Leading a healthy lifestyle. I'm an LFL athlete. Are you? It gives me great pleasure to introduce our next guest. The last time you saw her, she was playing in a different shade of green. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your 2014 league MVP and off-season acquisition for Seattle, Sage Steinmetz. Welcome to the show, Sage. Thank you guys for having me. You're most welcome. Um, as I mentioned there, we last saw you back in 2014 playing for Jacksonville. But before we come on to that, please can you advise our listeners a little bit about your background and who or what inspired you to start playing in the league? I graduated college at University of Tampa in 2010. I played soccer and softball throughout my college career. And I didn't know what life would be like without any kind of sport let alone a contact sport because soccer is 
pretty, pretty brutal when it comes to a contact sport. And I graduated in May 2010. And my mom actually heard an interview from the Philadelphia coach, because I'm from Pennsylvania originally, about this LFL thing and the women's football league. And so she's like, maybe you should see if there is a team in Tampa, if you want to stay living there and all that. So I Googled it and sure enough, there was. And then June 2010, were tryouts already. And I've been playing ever since I played all the way up till 2014. You mentioned the tryouts there. Uh, we found an article back mentioning your, you turning up at the tryouts as white trash glam. Now, what exactly is white trash glam? <laughs> what is white trash? What? <laughs> found an article about uh, the tryouts of you back in the early days. How was it actually trying out for the NFL for the first time? It was different. Obviously, being a soccer player, I didn't care what I looked like at the practice, anything. The, this tryout, I had to wear spandex and like a cute top and put on makeup. And till this day, I'm not very good at doing my own makeup or hair, as many of my teammates know. But I had to go to tryouts with some kind of different like look going on for me. So it was like it was nerve wracking because I've been I've never been open to anything like that before playing soccer. It's like you wear the long shorts with the long shirts and all that covered up. <laughs> completely covered I guess that probably explains why in the first article it essentially said your dress sense was described as white trash glam <laughs> so the spandex yeah. <laughs> the makeup may explain that yes uh, the last time our fans saw you you won the 2014 MVP award which could have been a good way to sign off a career but what made you come back this season I have to put that blame on my quarterback and my receiver and my previous teammates that are out in Seattle right now playing. I wouldn't really say blame, but they they convinced me to finally give it one more go around. And they said it would be cool to have the league MVP come back. And they actually asked me to play flag football like months before the training camp this year. And, of course, I said yes. And they were like, we can tell you still want to play and all this stuff. It's like, your talent's still there. Just give it one more year. And, yep, I finally gave in. And I was like, you know what, whatever. I'll do it. It's all good. I can manage the schedule around my schedule. Then I'll do it. And here I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with, you mentioned KK and Bryn there. Now, having those two familiar faces on the team, did they help your transition at all into the Seattle Mist? Um, They did. I traveled uh, to training camp with Bryn, so it made it a little bit easier for me because I'm kind of antisocial. I'm not very too social at first, but I was very open to Seattle and what they had to offer. The girls were great, and they were super sweet to us. So I definitely connected as soon as I got there, and like I already feel like they're my second family. Now, we come on now to the game against Austin Acoustic. As they are a rookie team, what can you expect from them? I pretty much expect anything that any other team has to offer. I obviously learned back in Jacksonville when we played Omaha, and we underestimated them, and we got beat. That was probably the only game I ever talked crap on a team, too. So I've never, I never do that, like, again. If you're a rookie or not, you, you just have to... Go, go out the same mindset. To me, every team is 0-0, and the score is always 0-0 until the end of the game. You know, that's a great attitude to have, and you know what? Really looking forward to this matchup now. So to mm -hmm. finish off this interview, we were wondering if we could do some fun 
quick fire questions if that's okay. Gosh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, nice and easy ones. Nothing not too bad. But my first one is Florida Sun or Seattle Rain. Florida Sun. Is it true that if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite TV program? My favorite TV program. Oh my gosh. I don't watch TV too much. Criminal Minds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you may say that. <laughs> Who is your favorite Criminal Minds character? Um, oh my gosh. Now I'm drawing a blank. Oh, Spencer, for sure. The nerdy, smartest, he's just creepy smart. Yeah, Dr. Reed. Like I, I wish I could do what he does for a living like in real life. That would be so awesome. But it's like creepy at the same time, so I kind of wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> Don't get a lot of these going over my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel a little out of the loop. A little out of the loop. However, I'll get on to my next question. Gatorade or H2O? Oh, uh, Gatorade. Oh, wow. That's an unpopular <laughs> choice. <laughs> I'm, I'm addicted to sugar. I love the Gatorade. Uh, what is your favorite Disturbed song? Disturbed. Oh, my gosh. I like the, the Sound of Silence, that new one they have out. Do you hear that, the remake one? Not yet, actually. I do need to get that on my playlist, though, because I love Disturbed myself. So Yeah, do the Sound of Silence. It's really, like, shockingly good. <laughs> well, that just about wraps up our, our quickfire questions. And unfortunately, this interview, uh, we want to say a major thank you to you, Sage, for coming on to our show. It's been a real pleasure. Of course. Thank you guys again for reaching out and putting me on. LFL Mobile, giving you access to the gridiron goddesses of the LFL with exclusive photos, videos, live game reporting, and fan promotions. LFL Mobile, download on your Android or iPhone. Well, that wraps up our special edition. But before we go, Marcus, can you give me three words to describe how the action will play out on Saturday? Well, you know what, Adri, you mentioned it earlier, and it's uh, it's going to be a baptism of fire, my friend. So you're stealing um, three words from me. What? I didn't know. No, Cheap we had shot. the same idea because we are both super intelligent. I don't know. But basically, I, I had the same idea, and you stole my idea. Everyone out there, he stole my idea. But yeah, it's going to be exciting, guys. It's going to be edge of seat action. There you go. Nice work. Okay, well, at least you popped in three of your own there. Now, it wouldn't be right if we didn't have a prediction as well to go with that, mate. Ooh, wow. We're going to do these again this year, are we? I think we should. We owe it to our listeners. Okay. Well, that's just well I've done one then. And it is. Drum roll, please. I've got Seattle winning this one. 37 points to 13. Austin are going to get on the scoreboard. I think it should be quite interesting. We spoke to a couple of them now. I like it. I think they're, they, they're fired up. But Seattle... At home, know how to handle business. Fair enough. Well, I'm probably going to be a bit more unpopular with my prediction as I'm going to go with 42 to 7 to Seattle. I do see Austin scoring because just with the atmosphere and everything and the way the players are hyped up going into the game, maybe get a score early. But after that and all the players starting to settle down, then um, unfortunately I can't see anything other than a Seattle win. I would love Austin to prove me wrong and uh, we'll obviously see how that goes on on Saturday. As always, thank you, Marcus. It's been a blast. Mate, it's awesome. I am so glad LFL is back. Yeah, baby. And I will catch you on the flip side of game one. For all you lovely listeners out there, if you want to stay up to speed with all of the new stories and action from around the league, and of course, listen to previous episodes of LFL Talk, then go to LFL360, 
com. Also want to say a big thank you to our guests, Chastity and Sage. And until next time, football fans, stay safe, take care, and thanks for stopping by.